Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob. Got Tyler over here with me. How's it going, everybody? Andrew. Hello. How's it going, man? Very good. good. All right. Very good. Of course, we got the chief over there. As always. As always. Chief. Chief is a scary looking dude. He really is. I wouldn't want to be on Chief's bad side. He looks pissed. Chief probably has a few scalps in his sock drawer. I'm just saying. (laughs) He's he's a rough looking dude. So, Um, real quick, before we get into tonight's episode, uh, I just wanted to talk about a couple of teasers we got coming up. Um, we got uh, a journeyman fighter, Joe Hitman Elmore, who's currently fighting in the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. He's 2-0, and and he's going to take out, uh, his time out uh, from punching dudes in the face and coming to talk to us about the fighting game. So Check I'm, out some of those videos. They yeah, are insane. Dude, they, those guys are, are animals. They beat their face in, yeah. and then they hug each other. Yeah, they do. It's yeah. insane. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm fired up about it. One more time on that. Bare knuckled, right? Bare knuckle, no yeah. Gloves. Yeah, no, they tape it up and just throw hands. Just tape so hands. No man. hugging, no kissing. They're just beating the piss out of each other. I mean, other. they're bloody. And then, yeah, yeah chunks yeah. of their face are on the mat. Nice. Yeah. It's insane. It is. It's good. Go check it out. Um, also, too, uh, got a little bit of a teaser. I can't really put it all the way out there. But if you like beer and you like beer with turtles on the cans, you may know where we're going. We're going to uh, God's country, uh, the you know, Athens, and we possibly, possibly, quite possibly are setting up one of uh, one of another exciting interview, big one with a with a cat who knows a little bit about making some beer. So I'm excited. Looking about forward that. to that, and I'll keep everybody posted on that as well too. So, um, well, football season started Sunday. Sunday it started. I know a lot of folks probably didn't watch uh, as much as I did. The reason I do watch as much as I do is because I play DraftKings, and if you want to be a millionaire, and I'm talking about make a shitload of money, go ahead and find out who I picked and then pick against me because you're guaranteed to win. Right. I mean, I've not, I've not took that big of a beating. I can't even tell you in how long. It's like uh, every single player that I chose to – every position player uh, took a day off. Yeah, they but were, it was also tougher this year with no preseason. You didn't get that scouting – you, know, oh, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't get to see what the new guys were going to look like. You didn't get to do any of that. You I, just had to jump right into game day. I think we were told that there was some sort of practice preseason thing. And those players that I chose uh, chose not to participate. Right. So it was really bad. It was yeah, terrible. It's, I, I didn't even do a fantasy league this year. Yeah. This, you know, probably because I'm not going to watch much of it. And the fact that I, I don't even know who's playing for who right now. Yeah. Because there was no preseason that we always used to see. Yeah. You know, and you saw, you know, the running back that got traded to the Falcons, and you saw the running backs got traded to the Detroit Lions. Well, you don't remember that till week one because yeah. we didn't see them all preseason. Yeah, and the, and the thing about the Falcons were they were Falcon terrible, yeah, well, as usual. So. Imagine that. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to get into tonight's episode. Maybe uh, we need to get with Dan Quinn. Maybe get him on this year because it, it'll be the last time we probably get talked to. Him. I think Dan Quinn may be looking for uh, right. for something else to do by the middle of this season. Uh, talking to us is not even. I'm not even interested in talking to Dan Quinn. Well, I'm just I'd saying, rather talk to Dan Reeves. We might could have the last you who I, which yeah. I was found Lieutenant found Dan. Out, I'd rather talk to did Lieutenant. Did you know Dan. Dan Reeves was born in Rome, Georgia? Yeah, he sure was. I did not know yeah, that till the was, other day. He was sure was. Didn't live here long, but he was born here. Yeah. Yeah, he got out of here when the getting was good. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, that brings us to uh, tonight's special guest. Uh, we are here at uh, KA Athletics. Uh, we're here with Christy Agan, longtime friend of mine. Christy, it's good to have you on the show. 
thank you for having me. This yeah, is fun. You're welcome. It's good to have you. So yeah, it's been a while since I've seen you. It's been it's been a it's been a minute. It has been a few minutes, hasn't it? Yeah, Christy and I <laughs> used to work together, and uh, we've kind of we've kind of been in the fitness industry uh, for a long time, and we we had the you know pleasure of working with each other, uh, and uh, man, good times back. We, we back used to in the beat gym. people up together. We did, we did. <laughs> Those you know, and I'll tell you. So I bought some home equipment. Because I didn't want to go to the gym. Did you get a Bowflex? I did not get a Bowflex. <laughs> I got a shake weight. But no. But we uh yes. but the best thing, uh, you know, I got a TRX and of course I've got some kettlebells and then I have uh, I bought me a battle rope and I'm like, Yeah man, I'm gonna get back into it. You know, I'm getting I'm getting on up there, I gotta get back in shape. Round is not an appropriate shape to be. <laughs> um and uh so I started I, I was go out there and do my little workouts in the garage. And did he, Tyler, did he actually go out and work out? Maybe about you know, a few times. Yeah. Maybe. It okay. didn't last long. Okay. So I'll, I will say this. I, 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 and I'll publicly apologize to every single person that used to be one of my uh, personal training clients. <laughs> and I did not try to kill you. It's not my intentions to kill anyone. Um, and I apologize. I had your best interest at heart. I really did. And uh, I would say probably within the first 10 minutes of my little workouts outside. Uh, I was like, you hated yourself. I was like, what? What was I doing to people? What? She let herself go. What? <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. So, but, uh, but no, I, we had, we did, uh, you know, you and I worked at the rack and, uh, mm-hmm. Rome Athletic Club, uh, or I should have said Jim's to me, uh, names not to be mentioned, but, uh, we were there. Uh, was back in the day. That was the heyday. That was when that place had it going on. Yeah. So, and we, uh, we had a, we had a, great group of people that we used to train we did it was an awesome staff when we were there it was it was a good time for sure all right well look let's uh let's get into a little bit of the story with you let's do it you started out started out as a child on a boat let's go let's go there let's go i did uh yeah i grew up on a sailboat uh named moon dragon and i lived in the caribbean south america central america uh yeah spent my days surfing and uh scuba diving and swimming and i did do some school work but yeah so, there was a lot of a lot of living so it was fun dad of the military uh well he actually was in the military but uh no he retired young so we were able to travel for a little while okay so that wasn't the reason you were there that's no. awesome that's no it was it was it was just uh you know his dream had been to live on a boat and travel and he wanted to do it while i was young enough to enjoy it and so he made it happen is surfing as hard as it looks? It is. But when you're a kid, I don't know if you've ever been water skiing or anything. When you're a kid, you just kind of. Never been on the just, water. You just pop up and there's no fear. You yeah. Know? So it never crossed my mind that it was hard. I just did it. So yeah. Did you ever get good enough to ride like inside the wave where it's crashing over you? Uh, no, I would not say I was good enough to do that. I did a lot of windsurfing. So, the white claw. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. white claw. Did you ride the white claw? <laughs> that, could, that could be my new move. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Go out to Lake Wise. And <laughs> I don't know about that. You don't want that white claw. You, you probably. That's a different white claw. That's a different white claw. <laughs> that's a car. You, you may need a round of penicillin after you leave yes. here. So yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. clean out there. So. Yeah. Um, but so, that's super cool. Yeah. yeah. So it so was an awesome way to grow up. When you when you so when you finally came to Rome, what? How old were you when you came to Rome? We moved here when I was a freshman in high school, so it was major culture shock. I bet. Uh, nothing against Rome, Georgia. I still live here. Yeah. Uh, it's a great town, but at the time, because you know I graduated just a couple years ago, 
Um, yes, yes. It was a. <laughs> it was. It was a. Di- <laughs> it was a different town. It was a little bit smaller, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, it's walking come, into Rome's school come for a the. Long way. It has. It has. Yeah. It's a cool town, but you know, coming from a very diverse and just different culture and coming to Rome, Georgia, it was. It was different. It's a big change. And I was 14, so I hated everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I'm dealing with that now. Same here. Same here. I'm dealing with that now. Yeah, Yeah. same here. So we got, uh, and I remember the first time I ever met you, I actually was working at the Rome Health Spa. I was wondering if this was going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I was working at the Rome Health Spa the first time that I had met you and Joe, uh, your your husband now, Mm -hmm. uh, and a couple other friends that I'm still friends with, a good little crew that we used to hang out with. Yeah. Um, So you were always kind of into into fitness. I was, uh, yeah. I remember um, even when I lived on the boat, I had like, you know, the Cindy Crawford, you know, workout, the VHS tape. Yeah. Um, and I just always enjoyed <laughs> Please be quiet, kind and rewind. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so I always enjoyed exercising. Um, I liked feeling strong. Um, you know, I did play sports when we moved back to the United States. Um, and my the first thing I did when I turned 16 was to join Rome Health Spa. Yep. And that was when Christy Britt owned it, and, uh, you know, that was my first real gym experience, and I just fell in love with lifting weights and exercising. So I would get up uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'd work out three days a week before school, and yeah. then I had practice after school, and yeah. I just, I've always enjoyed it. So so at what point did you feel that uh, that the, getting, the fitness industry was going to be something that you wanted to do as far as is ma- making a living, making a name for yourself? Well, when I was in college, I thought about it. But at the time, um, there, in my mind, there wasn't a way to make money doing it. Um, it was more of a part-time thing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of I put it on the back burner and thought, well, I need to get a real job, yeah. you know. Um, and I did that for a long time. Um, but then finally I was like, you know what? No, you sold real estate. I did for yeah. a while. I worked for my parents, um, and helped them out when I, after I had some, a couple babies. Um, and that was a good experience cause you know, I got to work with people and, um, you know, I enjoy working with people, but it wasn't my passion. And, uh, so I did do personal training and I taught classes part time, but then I just reached a point, you know, I was like, I got to roll the dice and mm-hmm. do what I want to do. So I got out of real estate and went full time. It's hard. It's hard to make that decision. It is very hard. And it's, um, you know, it's a financial risk. Anytime, Huge. anytime you go into business for yourself, regardless of what the, the business is, yeah. it, it is like gambling, you know, and you just gotta, having the guts to do it. Yeah. 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 And it took me some time to have the guts to do it, but I did. So. Now, all right. At some point in all of our lives here at this table, we've had that, that wake up, mm-hmm. that day we wake up and we're like, I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to start looking better. I'm going to lose weight. Um, just going around, what was everybody's motivation to do that? Because the day I woke up, I decided, you know, I want to start eating whatever I want to eat, not look like a fat tub of goo. So yeah. I'm going to go to the gym and burn off all these excess calories I'm taking in, fruit roll-ups and gushers, and uh, I want to look better. So, I, I think for me uh, – I had a pretty extensive medical condition. Uh, I was I was actually born with dislocated hips. I've had a gazillion surgeries. Uh, finally, had double hip replacement ten years ago. Um, but I got back. I got into the to the fitness industry, like the you know, just deciding to work out and be healthy because I was not healthy. I was I was a lot of things I was restricted to do, and uh, it was putting me in you know 
I was in pain, discomfort, mm-hmm. and overweight. So that was that motivated me. And when I actually did have my um, my hip replacement surgeries, uh, you know, I was able to do tons of things that I wasn't able to mm-hmm. do for for since I was ten years old. So I immediately wanted to put that energy into other people and try to help them change their lives as well so that's what that's what did it for me and i got a sweet deal at the at the rome athletic club and i I went to work at 10 o'clock and got off at four and i got to keep and you got to boss people around boss people around (laughs) it's great so so all of a sudden it doesn't feel so bad eating that extra bag of doritos no no, i didn't so (laughs) stay away from the doritos yeah (laughs) i just i i just got uncomfortable and i refused to go up in a pant size and i said you know i'm gonna get serious and i'm gonna lose some weight i lost probably about 38 pounds yeah yeah and now i got lazy again is so, it the rona did you gain your quarantine pounds no <laughs> I, I i wished i had an excuse like that and i've worked every day since it started i never missed a day of work our business has been great but yeah. uh i just got lazy i'm on the road a lot I, and it's easy to get I hate to even say things because it sounds like excuses, but it's they easy. To, it's, it's 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 easy to eat bad on the road. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't pack my lunch. You know, well, they make it easy. Yeah, they right. do that on purpose. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and, and I eat on the $5 road all the time. Meal deals, right? Yeah. Easy. I eat convenient. Cheat on the road all the time and just eating crap. And then you try to take a cooler with you, you know, and try to eat right. Mm-hmm. Well, a cooler's not going to last very long sitting in a hundred and something degree car mm-hmm. when you're you know working like I do. So. I've just got to get serious again. I got yeah. to figure something out. I will say one thing. I'm getting thing, to that uncomfortable point again. Like ever since I started going back to the gym, um, you know, you think you want to lose weight, you cut out, you cut calories, and you you're going to eat less. But if you're going to the gym, you're it, me at least. I've it's upped my metabolism, and I eat more, and I'm losing weight, mm-hmm. but I'm eating more food than I did previous to going right. to the gym. I absolutely, so, I absolutely ate more when yeah. I lost weight. You got You know, I explain it. It's like our bodies are like a like a furnace right. you know and the more you, you feed the that fire. furnace you get fuel the fire the more it's going to burn so but definitely that's, that's what where people go wrong with. though i think and that's when people start to get sick you know lightheaded mm-hmm. dizzy stuff like that because i was there for a yeah. while you don't, if you're not eating yet right. your body's your body's trying to get it I do that. somewhere yeah. i do that and, and, and that's another part i've got you know is yeah. Not eating well during the day or not eating at all. Start feeling bad. Eat something till you get home and then eat too much when you get when home. When you get home, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Because yeah. then you're starving. That's where yeah. I'm at, you know, yeah. and I've got I've to get serious again. Yeah. It's a mindset. Yep. You just have to get Absolutely. in. Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody nowadays, something they're uneducated on and they don't know about, they go and look it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They go to find the answers on the internet. The fad but, dot. Um, that's yeah. fad. That's the internet is the enemy. It is. Right. I'm because, telling you. Because nobody knows how your body functions. Everybody functions mm-hmm. different. Everybody's going to have different calorie intakes. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a lot of experts. Yeah, yeah. experts. Yeah. Quote, unquote, experts. <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. So. Well, that's, that, that even brings me to the next point, too, is, uh, you know, that you got to get with a, with a knowledgeable personal trainer that, that knows how to work, uh, work with you, work with your body type. Um, and so... So with that, we're going to lead into a couple of other things. Okay. Uh, personal training. You started. Did you start your personal training at the rack? I actually worked at a gym club? in Rotmart for a oh, little while. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I did. Then then went to the rack. I yeah. gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I know with the rack, uh, and we 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 crack jokes all the time. And so, and I'd actually had I'd owned a gym for a little while too. I I equated it to adult babysitting in the area I was in. So uh, I did. I was there not too long because it was just. Uh, just wasn't working out. I couldn't get people, uh, you know, to to buy into what we were doing. But, but with here with you, when we were at the rack, we called it 
kind of like a Globo gym, mm-hmm. a big box, you know, big box gym. Right. So uh, you got all your group fitness classes, you got your uh, weights, uh, your resistance machines, and right. you got all your heavy weights and things like that. Um, what we were more geared toward, you and I, and a couple of other people that trained Nobody there. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Only me. So what we did was we, we had more success with the small group training. Right. Or the one-on-ones. Right. Uh, and the reason being, we were able to monitor mm-hmm. what people were doing. We were able to monitor. I mean, if, if we could actually get them to, to keep a food log, we could monitor the way they were eating, things like that. Right. Um, I think that's the biggest benefit to to what you do yeah. uh, here at your own gym. So, yeah, so go into that and, yeah. and kind of how you do that. And it's definitely different. Um, and I, I'm very careful because, you know, I never want to criticize another gym. Sure. I think there are there are plenty of people out there that need to get in shape. Right. So if every gym was full, we'd have a better a culture around us. So I think it would be great to see all the gyms busy. Yeah. Um, but my gym is different. Um, so, you know, you have your 24-hour gyms, your what you say, your Globo gyms, and um, and they kind of cater to everybody, um, but sometimes not anybody, if that makes sense. Yeah. So people walk in and they're paying twenty dollars a month, but they're lost. They, you know, they don't know what to do, um, and oftentimes, not every time, because somebody's probably going to get mad at me for saying this, but um, oftentimes your staff is young, fresh out of college, and they don't have experience on working with. A 40 year old woman who you know has a kid or a man who has had back surgery sure. or whatever um so being able to be in a smaller environment um be my own boss i can structure it where if i have a client who has a significant health problem um i can do one-on-one with them right, with me, yeah on. yeah and i don't have a hundred people walking around staring at this person oh what about a terrible um, shoulder I have a lot of those come in, this yeah. Guy. And yeah. hey, and oftentimes I fix those terrible shoulders. Yeah. But I mean, just yeah. looking at those kettlebells were in yeah. the gym, by the way. Just looking mm-hmm. at those, te- my shoulder hurts. Just oh no, at no, them. no! Those kettlebells can help. I can promise you really? that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I promise you. I've got all kind of rehab stuff that I do with kettlebells. Well, that's, absolutely. Is that a, is that a fifty that's pound awesome. kettlebell over there on the on the? It far looks like right a wall. thousand pound. Kettlebell. <laughs> the one that says the one that says sob. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. You want to know what it weighs? I do. A hundred and thirty-two pounds. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's a good one. Now, it's, I would not recommend that one for shoulder rehab. Like a cannonball but, with but, a handle on it. Yeah. <laughs> but in all honesty, I mean, you. That's another thing is. Uh, we're getting off track. That's what okay. We're talking it's about. okay. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, my kettlebells are impressive. They, they are. are impressive. They're scary. <laughs> They're scary. They make me hurt just looking I'm at them. I'm intimidated. But, but somebody like me coming in here with a bum shoulder, had mm-hmm. shoulder surgery, now has AC arthritis or whatever. Right. Uh, you think, well, I can't really get in there because mm-hmm. okay, I, so I, that I hurt actually, doing the everyday stuff. So why right. am I going to put myself through? So what you just said actually leads really well into what I was what I was going to say is That's that what you call a um, lead in. That you knew it, yeah. <laughs> so what I do is in a like a twenty four hour setting where there's hundreds of people walking around. Put that script um, down, Andy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Seriously, right? I promise I didn't know he was going to say that. <laughs> um, you know, they're on their own. They have no clue what they're doing. Um, and that's fine that they they don't have the background. So why should they know what they're doing? You know, but they end up getting hurt, right. or and then they get frustrated and they quit. Right. And then a lack of activity, they they hurt even more. So someone who comes in new, I require um, one private session at least. Mm-hmm. I do a fitness evaluation. We go over all kind of medical history. 
Um, and I do movement screens. So I look at, does this person have a shoulder problem, uh, any kind of range of motion with hips, knees, anything, anything from head to toe. Um, and depending on how that goes, depends on whether or not we go with more private sessions or if I think they're ready to do some group training. Um, but even within the group training, I have people that have nagging injuries or kind of, you know, things that flare up, but I modify as we go. So, you know, everyone may be working on squats on one day, but I may have to modify it for, you know, certain people. Um, and we do a lot of mobility stuff in here. So we, we answer a lot of questions with trying to prevent health problems because I want my clients to still be working out when they're retired and right. try, you know I want them to live their life and have a and have a good full life and that, that's so. the beauty in like one-on-one mm -hmm. and um, personal training type scenarios mm -hmm. is that um there's multiple different ways you can work one muscle group yeah and a lot of it's just finding how it suits that person best and how they can do it best yep don't well, be a lot of people have no idea how strong they really are right and they need someone they to have show that them mental that. barrier yeah it stops them yeah yeah i hear so many I men and women but especially women it's just oh, i can't do that yeah you can you may not be able to do it day one but i can show you how to get there and guess what they do you yeah. know the ones that stick with it don't don't be intimidated if you're hurting already yeah. To yeah. get your Absolutely. ass in the gym. Yeah. Um, because, again, because it is intimidating. Like, it right, is. like right now, you know, it hurts from here to here. Your neck shoulder, your mm -hmm. neck and shoulder hurts. And it's like, man, mm -hmm. the last thing I want to do is go pick yeah. up a kettlebell. Well, and I've, I've heard so many times, and I know you've heard it too, Rob, um, but I'll hear people say, well, I can't train with her because I can't do what she does. Um, you're not supposed to. Right. right. You're exactly. not supposed to do what I do. Right. If you want to, eventually, but I've been working out since I was in high school. Okay, I've been doing this a long time, so I would never expect someone who's 45 and has never touched a weight to do what I do. So we start from the ground up, right? We focus on getting them just to move better and feel better and learn how to just do body weight exercises and how to modify those. I'm not going to ask them to pick up a kettlebell if no. they're not ready. And I don't understand so. that mindset, mm -hmm. how... Why would you want to train with somebody that's on the same level of, as you? Yeah. You're never going to improve, and you're, mm. you're going to hit a plateau. Well, a lot of people don't understand is you've got to, you've got to build the foundation first. It took me a the, long time. Yeah, the foundation's yeah. got to be strong. And yeah. that starts crawl, out you got to crawl before you yeah, can walk. You, it yeah. starts yeah. Out, walk before you can run. It starts out with your body, body weight, mobility, yeah. uh, range of motion. Yeah. And then and you, you build on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let me ask you, when, when did you – first use kettlebells and and who got you really geared into in, into kettlebells okay yeah um i want to say it was right after i had my son so it was in 2006 and the very first person that introduced me was lee cruz mm -hmm. um and for anyone who doesn't know her she's amazing she's the best um she was my mentor and actually encouraged me and helped me get into personal training and teaching group fitness classes um but the first time she taught me a kettlebell swing, I will never forget. <laughs> it was a green-coated kettlebell, and it was 12 pounds, mm -hmm. and it kicked my ass. Yeah. I was sore for a week. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, i got to learn more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i got to know what this thing is. Um, so anyway, and it, it was post-baby, you know, baby, so that had a lot to do with my soreness. But it was a great way for me to lose weight and get back in shape in a short amount of time. And I could get a lot done. I didn't right. have to spend two hours in the gym. And for anyone listening so. who um, doesn't know what a kettlebell is, it's essentially just a cannonball 
With a handle. With a handle. With a handle, yeah. 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 Cannonball yeah. with a handle. Come see me and I'll show you. We had. <laughs> I, I remember back, you know, at the rack when, when you know, you taught the kettlebell class. Mm-hmm. And we literally, we, we ran out of kettlebells. Yeah. We had a lot of kettlebells there. I'm not, I don't want to brag, but my kettlebell classes it were the was, best. It was yeah. huge. It was yeah. huge. So it was. And, yeah. I, and I know that uh, we had, you know, people to fight to get mm-hmm. in there. You know, yep. teachers like rushing straight from school. Yep. Uh, you know, trying to save their mm-hmm. spot, put the kettlebells down, put their water bottle beside it, and then go change clothes. Yeah. So it's one of those things. So, um, And I know people really don't people really don't understand the benefits of kettlebells mm-hmm. until you do them. I mean, it's it's right. unbelievable. It's uh, well, there's a fear, and I and I don't again, I don't want to get into you know arguing over which is the you know best philosophy, but there are some bad or not very good trainers out there. Um, who just the reason that they're not good is they just don't just have don't the know. experience. Yeah. yeah, they don't know yeah. that they don't know, and that's dangerous. So people do get hurt. Um, I, you know, what was the video I, I tagged actually you? do know? What was the video I tagged you on? It was, uh, what was that? Was it who was oh, that? It was that actor from yeah, SWAT. Yeah, he was doing. Oh my god, I was like, it was, it was a, a Shamar, Super Bowl was it Shamar, commercial, Shamar or something. I can't remember. <gasps> I was like, I, I remember I messaged you, and awful. I was like, I was like, do you got a number to a good chiropractor? Because yeah, this guy's awful. wrecking his body. Yeah. So, but he thought, but you know, he had a Hollywood personal yeah, trainer. Yeah, and they were doing. Yeah. They thought they were doing the thing. So, yeah, but you know, you have to find with anything. You have to find someone who has not only experience but some credentials under their yeah. belt. Um, and I have a lot of that. Yeah. So, I tell you, one of the good things, one of the best memories I have uh, with us is when. Um, when Chrissy Hughes owned mm-hmm. the Rome Athletic Club, mm-hmm. and we did uh, the Extreme Fitness Makeover, which uh-huh. is which is our version of the Biggest Loser in that first yep. first year that we did it, and we had Brian Blaylock with us. Yep. Uh, and I mean, it was amazing. Brian and Reggie. Yeah, Brian, yeah. Big Reggie. Yep. I mean, we had the best. Big crew. Reggie. Yeah. It's big been Reg- a while we, since uh, I've seen. Big we Reggie. were the original Robin Big yep. before Robin Big was Robin Big, but. But, uh, and then there was me in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we had the best group, and we got we got some great results out of mm-hmm. those people that, that yeah. stayed in that program and that trained in it. So that was mm-hmm. that was one of the highlights for me as far yeah. as being a personal trainer and being involved in in that and working with those with those folks. So right, um, I, I give props to Chrissy for putting all mm-hmm. that together. And, yeah, it was a good time. And and all of us mm-hmm. working together to get that thing off the ground and yep. making it do what it did. So yep. it was it was pretty impressive. So it's good to see some of those people still mm-hmm. kept some of those same yeah. good habits yep. that we worked. Some of them with. have for yeah. sure. Yeah. So um now you kinda you kinda busted my my next question I had to you. Uh-oh. But it's but it's fine. Uh I was gonna say who was your biggest influence uh in the in the personal training uh, getting you involved in fitness and personal training yeah and you mentioned her already as yeah Lee, Lee Lee. yeah she definitely um helped push me into it so yeah. she's an amazing lady yeah so, and if I, anybody doesn't know she's look her up she's, yeah she she's is the real very deal. decorated mm-hmm. so and you know yeah. and I I've, I worked with Lee at a couple of gyms actually mm-hmm. she was uh she was with I was with her at a couple of places and so just the sweetest mm-hmm. person and yeah she's very knowledgeable yeah and and she was just Lee. Say her name. Again. Yeah, Lee Cruz. Yeah. Cruz. She, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lee Cruz. Yeah. Yep. So gotcha. she she is uh, she is a big part of, yeah. of what I did too. So yeah, and I'll say you know I can expand on that a little bit. Um, Lee definitely got me started, um, but I do I have to say that the group that I trained under the Russian Kettlebell Group, um, all of the master trainers and you know senior RKCs. 
um, I've never been around more knowledgeable, experienced people Mm -hmm. than that group. So um, I am so thankful that I chose to go that route when I was trying to learn kettlebells because I do see a lot of people out there that are just kind of, I call, playing around with it. um, And they don't know what they're doing, and they're hurting themselves. It's kind of sad. but. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm thankful to be a part of that group. They're an unbelievable, uh, very, very high level trainers. Yeah. So do you have any, uh, memorable stories from the gym that you could share with us that was probably not a highlight or a high, high moment in the gym? Something. One one thing I will touch on with a form thing too is, um, middle school weights. Oh yeah. 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 That's a good point. That is the worst idea. You know, I don't think yeah. that's beneficial at that age. I actually, I see a lot of kids get hurt. Yes. Yeah. Middle school and high school. And I can't tell um, you how many times our instructor, whatever he was supposed to mm-hmm. do, filling a spot on that paycheck roster, uh, on that payroll, is mm-hmm. a better word for it. Yeah. But um, well, and he's know, just, he's sitting behind his desk and we're, we're yeah. banging weights, you know. Well, and the he's problem there. He's not watching there, anybody. Unfortunately, I ha- I'm married to an educator, so I have to be careful what I say. Um, <laughs> but... Um, a lot of times the teachers are put into those roles. Right. So it's not that they mean to, you know, hurt yeah, kids. they don't always have a choice. They don't have a choice sometimes. Yeah, I know it. Um, so they're kind of doing what they can. Right. But unfortunately, the budget's not there to hire people with experience. It's not always But that's their fault. dangerous. It yeah. is very dangerous. That's dangerous when you're teaching uh, weightlifting and Olympic lifting to children. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. really, children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, you have bodies that haven't even gone through puberty yet. I know. And yeah. we're trying to build muscle and on joints that are still growing and they're separating. And so there's a lot to that. And I, I have some clients in the middle school uh, and high school age. But it's strictly body weight. We do a lot or, of body weight kettlebells. stuff. Kettlebells mm-hmm. aren't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, once you get to the squat rack and mm-hmm. benching at that age yeah. is when it be- can become, you know, detrimental to your body yeah. and your growth. Well, that, and that's true for any age. You know, if you can't do a, a proper body weight squat, then why the heck Would you put, put you don't 200 pounds on your back? Yeah. 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 And at you that, see a lot of torn ACLs in yeah. high school right now. Yeah. At yeah. that age, the most crucial thing to build your strength mm-hmm. to is your core. You know, you want your core strong. That's, that's the biggest thing to be building at that age. So yeah. what age do you think that uh, something like weightlifting or kettlebell, what – What's the early age you would recommend? Well, from my experience, um, it does depend on the kid. Right. Um, I have some middle schoolers who have excellent form, um, but they've started at a young age playing a lot, a lot multiple sports, um, and they are strong in the body weight realm, yeah. so it's easier to progress with them. And the biggest thing is form, right? Exactly. No matter the oh, age, quality, it's form. A quality over quantity every day yeah. in my book. So, you know, if I have a kid that can give me one good push-up, fine. That will be your set, you know, but what's the point of doing one good one and 20 crappy ones, yeah. right? And that's how you end um, up getting hurt. That's how you get hurt. Because I've seen some kids at the schools maxing out bench press, and they cannot do a proper push-up. So, for me, it's it's really evaluating them, yeah. just like I do adults. You right. know, can they do a push-up? Can they do a squat? Right. Can they hold a plank? I mean, you know, can they move at all? Um and then based on that will depend on it really and it also depends on their development physically you know mm-hmm. some kids develop earlier um some kids are kind of slow you know developing as far as puberty is concerned and that plays a big part of it yeah so give me a story what you a got story <laughs> okay, okay. I, wanna, I got i got a good one i'm gonna well, I'm gonna see okay. if you remember it 
I won't name names. No, yeah. Names are... I will not name <laughs> names. I will never name names. Okay. So the one that comes to mind that I, it happened and I didn't mean for it to happen, and I thought of it because you mentioned the extreme weight loss thing that yeah. we did. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So we had a lady. Mm-hmm. It was day one, and I was... I don't know if I was just having a bad day. Dude, I was on a roll. Yeah. I was in her face yelling at her. She puked tuna, like a tuna sandwich, mm. all oh. over the floor. Which is which is puke before it's eaten. Oh. And it's, <laughs> I had to walk outside. Oh. It was bad. That is so bad. It no. was, And then I was like, dang it, I, I should have backed off. I was really mean to that lady. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> gets me hungry quite like a tuna salad <laughs> soup. She did come back though. Luckily, that didn't end up on your shoes. It did not get on me, thank God. I remember one day I came in. We would have puking rally. I think think you. I think you were there. I know you're going to remember it if you were there. But I remember I came in, and everybody's like, "Come back to the back. You got to see this. You got to see this. Come back here." So I go back, and there, of course, the gym's on. on Was it on the video? Yeah, I know it's what you're talking about. So. There was a guy and girl that used to work out in there. But the guy would work out. How was and the girl jerk. just she just followed him around with her arms crossed. Like she didn't work out. She just walked around. And the guy, he was kinda arrogant, you know, walk around and kinda. Yeah, he was. So he goes over to the preacher curls. It's it's the preacher curl with the uh the cable. Every and meme that has ever made fun of a guy in the gym, this is this that is, guy. This is yeah. that guy. Okay, go so ahead. They're, so, they're a power couple. So this guy oh, yeah. this guy, the girl walks past and he and and Oh, buddy, just takes a look at, you know, he takes a look at her butt. He looks at her and, like, makes a little face, and he sits down and starts his curls. And his girlfriend, obviously seeing what he had did. so I've never seen her run that fast so, in my life. So as soon as he gets his <laughs> arms fully extended with all the weight on it, she punches him in the face so hard. Oh I mean, like, God. I mean, she he almost fell out of the She chair. freaking rocks his yeah. head back. Like, it'll like Rocky punching something. Her, oh, his my head, God. His head <laughs> rocks back, and, and, and she takes off running out of the gym, and he just he finishes his set, which I was <laughs> kind of surprised. I was like, damn. He's dedicated. And the we're grind sitting don't in the stop. office watching the whole thing on the security camera. I, I can't. I cannot tell you how many times we would rewind his head just like rocking back. And I was like, if somebody could put some Metallica to his head rocking, this would be the best video she ever. So. Yeah, it so. was good. He learned not to stare at other women in front yeah, of his girlfriend. Yeah, and not in front of her at least. Yeah. Wow. So he did, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, so look now. Hold uh, on, we can't forget. What? what about Zumba class, man? Oh, no, man. We can't. We can't tell that story. Can't tell that oh, story. that's not going to tell that one. That one's bad. All right. Okay, I'll, I'll tell it. <laughs> I mean, so, everybody's waiting now. So the room at, the, at, this, at this particular gym had a very small group fitness room, and so we had a Zumba class, and then so we had a – it was packed out with ladies. <laughs> I mean, it was packed out with some ladies. Mm-hmm. And so uh, – we have to go in at the end of the class and, and get the list and, and see who all, you know, if they're members or they're sneaking in, taking a Zumba class. Cause our Zumba class it was big, literally yeah. had two Zumba instructors we had to call the police on because one was stealing the other one's moves and the, so they were yeah. about to scrap. It, it was getting groovy in there. So, so oh this class is over. It's full of people that come out and Tyler, Tyler's little, Tyler's like, I don't know, man. He's like 10, 10 yeah, years old. I'm coming home from school every day. This is yeah. where I'm coming, straight so, to the gym. So Tyler goes in there. I go pick up the little paper, and he goes, man, <laughs> it smells like a minna bucket in here. <laughs> oh, no. And he did. And yeah. I was like, you know, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was, oh, oh, no. oh, yeah, God. it was terrible. 
It was terrible. That room did have an odor. I'm that, not, it yeah. was a sweater fish oil. I'm not sure what yeah. was on the floors. God, was, that story was told. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. It was. Yeah. So, I was hey, I was not there. Yeah. I will tell you. All right. So here's what I want to do. I, w- I want you to tell me what you got going on right here at this gym. Okay. I want you to tell me what, are, as far as, as a, as a small business mm-hmm. owner, what struggles are you facing right now with this whole crazy, um, with the COVID uh, virus? And as far as, you know, we're looking at changes every single mm-hmm. day. I mean, yeah. there's, there's different ways we have to work to, to do, to, to keep, keep open. Right. So, right. you know, it's a, it's a struggle for all small business mm-hmm. owners, such as myself. I have a oh, company yeah. that, and uh, I just kind of wonder what, what, what things are you doing to, to combat that and uh, keep doing what you're doing? Um, yeah, it's been a hard year for everybody. So, I, you know, every business owner is in the same boat. But my business is different because um, even with before the coronavirus, my biggest obstacle is it's really psychological. It's, it's keeping people um, disciplined and wanting to keep coming in. Um, and you know, life happens. A lot of things can knock people down. Yeah. And so, um, and, and I have some clients right now that are going through some like serious life changes. So being sympathetic to that, um, but also still trying to encourage them to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year it's, <laughs> it was a totally different story. Um, being shut down for a couple months hurts. Um, and it's not just financially. Uh, what I discovered was, I missed my people. Yeah. I miss that contact with my clients. Um, and I don't think they even realize just how much I missed them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I feel like I know them better than they know themselves. And uh, so, yeah, that for me, it was missing that human contact. And it kind of opened my eyes as well as to um, I've, ne- I've never been one to struggle with like anxiety and being scared to go in a gym or you know, I've never had a problem with not exercising, but with the whole shutdown, I kind of got a glimpse at what other people may be going through. Um, even though I own this place, so I could still technically come work mm-hmm. out. Um, I saw firsthand how people were really struggling um, with being at home and being scared of losing their job. And, you know, there was just so much pushing down on people. And uh, then when we were able to reopen, trying to get those people to come back and thankfully, a lot of people did come back. Um, but, you know, you still have that fear out there right now. There's just this kind of, and people may not be talking about it as much, but there's still a lot of fear out there. And I'm not going to s- discuss politics. Yeah, but, sure. um, but regardless of your political beliefs, I mean, there's still a fear of what's really going out, on out there. And uh, for some reason, and I, I have friends who own gyms in other states who are way worse off than I am. Um, some of them have just now been able to open this month. Wow. Um, and I, the mental block for me is why are gyms labeled as being nasty and dirtier than Walmart, Walmart or Home Depot or, and all these big corporate businesses. And this is a place where people come to get healthy. It's a place, and it's not just physical. It's no, not it's about, mental it's, not, health. Yeah, it's not just about looking good, right? I'm, I'm helping people deal with the depression sure. and anxiety and people have come off medication, yeah. you know, training with me. So why is it our world is kind of pushing to, to close down places like my, like mine mm-hmm. when that's keeping people healthy and exactly. the healthier population is the one that's able to fight off regardless of what virus it is. Right. Um, 
So yeah, that's been a struggle this year is trying to figure out how do I keep my business going when the population around me seems to be scared yeah. of the gym. Yeah. yeah, I've never looked at it from that perspective. And I was going to ask yeah. you too, and, and I and it's just, just me asking a question. Uh, health clubs and gyms, and in particular mm-hmm. things like that, they're not they're not really government funding is not available for you guys, correct or is it? Um, I did I did not um, qualify for that by the whatever the payroll protection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thing. Um, but when they were doing the, I can't even think of what it was called now, but one either. of one of the small business things, I actually opted not to take it. Yeah. Good for um, you. Because there's no such thing as free money. That's exactly right. I hate right. to break it to people exactly. listening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there will be tax consequences next year for the people that accepted that money. Right. So for me, it was better to take a loss mm-hmm. than to take money that I'm going to have to pay taxes on as income next mm-hmm. year. Um, anyway, that gets complicated, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough for, I feel like, and it's not just gym owners. I mean, restaurant owners, everything. It's really hard when your customers are scared to go in your building. Um, and I promise you my gym is cleaner than most people's homes. I mean, you can look around, it's immaculately clean in here. It it is, but you're also, it's easier to see that when you're here, but when you're not in Mm -hmm. here, you're constantly fed fear. And yeah. I'm trying to stay away from politics too, yeah. but I mean, it is. You're, 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 you're constantly mm-hmm. fed fear right. of, this, of this virus, whether no matter how you feel about it, like you mm-hmm. said, no matter how you feel about it, whatever your politics yeah. are, but you're constantly fed fear. Mm-hmm. So when you get in here like I am now, you mm-hmm. see it's clean, you see it's safe, but mm-hmm. well, standing I, on the outside. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. yeah. And, and what our world has made it scary. And that, that actually, it breaks my heart because, um, like I said, your healthier population, those are the people that, yeah, they can still get it. They can still get any virus, but they're going to be more likely to fight it off. That's right. Um, yeah. You know, if we sit at home and we, and, we don't, and we don't get off the couch. It's, Our immune system goes to shit. You're, yeah. Yes, it does. And you may not get coronavirus, but you may start having anxiety attacks. That's you right. may start having some depression, depression and gain weight. Well, when we gain weight, then you have diabetes. diabetes and, I mean, heart disease. It's just. Snowballs. It's, yeah, so it's snowballs. It's yeah. snowballs. And, you know, like I said, um, I give a shout out to all my fellow gym owners in other states right now because they're they are fighting a big battle just to keep their doors open yeah. and to even get them open in the first place. And their clients need it. Yeah, they need that. Yeah. So it's it's tough. Yeah. All right. So what do you got going on here as far as like what you got any promotions? You got anything coming up for the? Um, well, I don't have anything like promotion. Usually, what I do, um, I, I I like to do themes of the month. Mm-hmm. So um, this the past few months, I've been just trying to. I've actually been trying to be nicer to people. <laughs> so, I'm so, just trying to get them back so in the you're gym. Kinda, are you trying to shed the El Diablo I, no, nickname? No, I still love El Diablo. I gotcha. she, she's She exists. She's still there. Yep. I promise. I like El Diablo, yep. but that's a story for another I, day. I feel, really, I feel really bad for anybody that lives with me and that... They have to live. With, I can't be the Punisher anymore, and that yeah. hurts, hurts. El Diablo hurts everybody around me. El Diablo is fun, <laughs> yeah. but anyway. So no, as far as promotions, not necessarily, but I am working on some things to get back to doing um, the monthly themes like I was. So gotcha. for instance, October we always do a Squattober, yeah. um, and so the focus it's not that we squat and that's all we do, but there's always a squat component, and mm-hmm. it's teaching proper squat techniques mm-hmm. and different squats because okay. there's not just one kind um and and working on hip mobility and, okay. and you know helping people get better um and then the past two years i did snatch timber yeah um 
It's not what some of you are thinking. <laughs> so <laughs> it involves it a is, kettlebell. A, what month is that? <laughs> it, it, it is a kettlebell movement. It is, for, involves a kettlebell. Um, but this month I didn't do it. And like I said, I'm just trying to get people back in the gym and re-motivated. Do you like the sound of um, that? I know. <laughs> it's like, All of a sudden my phone's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. I want to join that gym. Okay, so, I can't remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. It is okay. So funny story. So um, I actually am in the leadership now with the Russian Kettlebell Group with Dragon Door. Um, I'm a senior RKC. I don't even know if you know awesome. that. That's awesome. So there's on, there's only 14 of us in the whole world. Wow. So yeah, kind of a big deal. That is a big deal. It is. Um, That's a very big deal. It's a big Huge deal. accomplishment. I'm, I'm a big deal. That's right. Um, but anyway, so I can teach workshops. So I can certify other trainers in kettlebells. Um, RKC. So RKC is the Russian World. kettlebell. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Dragon Door is the company that you. runs it. Yeah. Um, but so I'm teaching a workshop. It was last year. And I had to teach the kettlebell snatch. Uh, okay. So trying to talk about your snatch in front of a group of men <laughs> is not easy because there's a lot of snickering yeah. and a lot of jokes being made so. you giggle like these idiots in front of you right now yeah. i mean i thought we were talking about the brad <laughs> yeah. pitt movie i don't yeah. know what y'all are talking so, about anyway like, there's like a, a bunch of idiots there's a lot of jokes out there for yeah, the right. for those workshops but so yeah there was an, the other instructor that was helping me he uh we were taking turns demoing and so he asked me to uh what, what's called a kettlebell clean it's how you get the bells into position how, how you pick them up so anyway, so I cleaned the bells, and he's like, you know, as we can see, you know, Christy has a very good clean, yada, yada, we're going to, you know, whatever. And this guy had been trying to embarrass me the whole day. So he says, so as you can see, Christy has a good clean. I was like, yeah, you should see my snatch. <laughs> 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 and, it, like, they all fell on the floor. So. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> That's great. So anyway, that so, yeah. So we digress. So I, anyway, so normally September is snatch timber, gotcha. and then we do we do like um, for Christmas I do like uh, we do sled pulls like mm-hmm. you know Santa Claus pulling a sled. That's and, good. That's so cool. I try to have themes, um, and I'm and I'm gonna get back into that. Try to make it fun for my clients. Um, as far as promotions, um, I had a business mentor that helped me throughout the whole opening my own business, and one day uh, I was getting all paranoid about having enough clients and mm-hmm. what do I charge and blah, blah, blah. And he said something to me that stuck with me. And he said, Christy, he said, you are one of the best trainers I've ever worked with. He said, stop discounting yourself. He exactly. Said, he said, you are worth every penny. He said, stop giving people discounts. And uh, so I no longer give promotions. Let me, let me tell so you something. That I was... stopped doing, well, and I started, and I was doing in the beginning, I would do contests where I would give away a free month mm-hmm. and those people would come in for their free month never saw him yeah. again so that, i stopped that was the one yeah. thing that when i used to train uh you know and i wasn't cheap and mm. because i valued what i did yeah. and what i taught people and uh it would blow my mind like we did a kids mm. boot camp one time and it was uh they came for the first two weeks it was a yeah. big group of kids and uh then they disappeared mm-hmm. so i messaged one of the moms and i was like what's going on where are my kids you know yeah. you guys and plus you owe me you know, yeah, 80, you owe me. $85 mm-hmm. per kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they had went to a competitor in the, in town. It was cheaper. And he, he agreed, he, she agreed to train those children. Uh, if they all came, it would, it was 45 bucks for all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why give it away? Yeah. Why give it away? But, yeah. but those workouts consisted of 
they wrote on a whiteboard what they should do, and they never even came in the room where the kids. Yeah. So the kids basically played around, you know. Well, and, I, and the thing is, forty-five dollars for babysitting. I actually I deal with that. I mean, every day, I, I deal every with the week. Roofing business now, I, yeah, so it's, it's I deal a, with it all the time. I get people that ask me my prices. I'm straight up. Yeah. I tell you what the prices are. Yeah. I don't try to change the wording to yeah. sell it better. I just flat out tell you, and then I see they're training with someone else who is cheaper. Yeah. Um, but. I'm sorry. Get what you pay for. Yeah. I, was about to say, I know. Get what you pay for. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. We have uh, we have that. A lot of times, I'll get tagged on Facebook when somebody needs uh, some roofing advice yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I get and tagged on Facebook I, too. I message those people immediately, and I said, mm-hmm. "Hey, if you're looking for the cheapest roofer, or if you're mm-hmm. looking for a good deal, mm-hmm. we are not your company because we put on a superior product. We don't cut corners with materials. Uh, the guys mm-hmm. that's going to do the install, we pay them extra because they know what they're doing." Uh, right. If you if you're looking for a good deal, then you're wait, we'll be wasting each yeah. other's time, and yeah. you'd be surprised how many times yeah. they'll go get that homeowner special, uh-huh. uh, and then call us because there's something wrong with the yeah. roof. Can you come fix it? I'm like, yep. I'm, I'm yeah. saying no. Right. Right. <laughs> Absolutely right. not. I'm not gonna touch mm-hmm. somebody else's. Yeah. 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 So. Exactly. All right. How can everybody find out about you? Where can we go? Where can, where can we go? Um, well, I'm all over social media. Um, K Athletics is on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay. K A Athletics. Uh, K A Athletics. Okay. So that's website. Christy Agin, if you need to remember that. Um, website is www.ka-athletics.com. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm located at 303 East 2nd. I'm sorry, not East 2nd. Uh, East 6th, right next to Rome News Tribune. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Chrissy Egan. Are you ready? I don't know. I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous. You should be. Are you ready for 10 random questions? I guess we'll find out. All right, here we go. I'm going to ask you 10 random questions. Okay. We need to get a yes or no answer. You have one mulligan. You can, uh, you can <laughs> say no comment, but we do need to get an answer out of you. Okay, all right, you ready? I am ready. How much you bench? No comment. <laughs> I don't want to make all the boys feel bad. If you were a superhero, who would you be? Black Widow. Okay. All right. Would you rather go party with Tom Hardy, get in a canoe with Keanu, or be lazy with Swayze? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to choose party with Tom Hardy. There you go. Okay. What is your guilty pleasure? Wine. Okay. All right. What is something that you enjoy eating that you wish didn't have that had zero calories. Pizza. 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 <laughs> God, pizza is so good. I love pizza. I do too. I could eat it every day. <laughs> what is one thing that you enjoy doing that other people wouldn't think was odd? Squats. Okay. Squats. Yeah, that's a little I odd. squat. I like to squat. Can you finish the next line of this song? I went to a party last Saturday night. Oh my god, I can hear the tune. No, I can't finish that song. <laughs> Went to a party. I can no, I can't. Did you say no comment? No comment. Andrew, can you finish that? <laughs> give me some give me some wine, I could probably finish it. Oh no, this is Miley Cyrus, is it? No, it's Lita no, Ford. No, it's Lita Ford. I'm not hearing it. I didn't hear it. Oh, I know it now. Yeah. I'm hearing yeah. the. I'm no, hearing it. I hear it now. I hear it now. I, I'm going to finish it. Dang it. I didn't get laid. I got in a fight. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It ain't no big thing. <laughs> it ain't no big yeah, thing. Yeah, I didn't. It, it sound, the way you said <gasps> yeah. it, it sounded like. It sounded I like. I blew it. But no, I, no. It's, it's all your fault, right? No, you did it right. I heard it wrong. Christy Egan. Are you a cat or a dog person? I'm a dog person. Right. Christy Egan, what is your jam? What is my jam? Yeah. Like music? Yeah. 
Oh, I have a lot of jams. Rage Against the Machine. Oh, that's good. Alice in Chains. Okay. Marilyn good. Manson. Good, good stuff. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 90s. 90s uh, alternative. Yes. All right, Christy Egan. Number 10. Where is the best place to train in northwest Georgia? I think I'm going to have to go with KA Athletics. I think that's yes. fair. Good I think answer. So. Good answer. Yeah. All right. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Well, look, thank you so much for your time. This I is pre- awesome. I appreciate I you it. letting us come I in. I enjoyed it. Talk to you. So Taking I'll see time you guys. Busy t- schedule. Yeah. I'll see you all tomorrow at 5 15 in the morning. I don't know if you will see me. If you, you can look <laughs> it's on gotta Facebook. It's got to be quick. I got to be work early. <laughs> okay. If I can wake up. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not seeing Tyler. I had yeah. to beat him out of the bed. So, so here's what we got going on. Um, we, we're in the process of, uh, getting our merchandise in. Uh, we're going to have hats. We're going to have shirts. We're going to have, uh, decals. Decal stickers. stickers. So the yep. one thing you can take a look at on our Facebook, uh, Cigar Store Idiots Facebook and Cigar Store Idiots on Instagram. Uh, we also love to have some feedback from you guys. Uh, good, positive uh, feedback or if you just think we totally suck we'd like to know what we're doing bash our schools in Uh, go to www.cigarstoreidiot.com and go to the message board and drop us a little line Um, Andrew I enjoyed it it was fantastic thank you Tyler Uh, a lot of good conversations today all right, Christy, thank you so much. Uh, some healthy I, conversations. I, I yes. seriously appreciate you letting us be here, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll out on that. Maybe we're out. <laughs> <laughs>